Welcome to the uh, Code Life podcast with me, Nathan Blackaby, and my great mate, Colby. Hello, everybody. Here, yeah, mate, check these out. <coughs> For the benefit of those that... Actually, I've got to be honest, there's not a video on this one. Um, I've just got some new glasses, mate. What do you think? Special. They suit you. You've gone for the you've gone for the kind of slightly um uh what's the tortoiseshell colour. Yeah. With round bit of a round shape. Yeah, not quite John Lennon, but No, not as round as them. Yeah, and they it's like um what do they make you look like? I think it makes you look like um hold on, hold on, let me just think. It makes you look like um um I'm going to say you make sure like somebody's pretending to be sophisticated. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. That's all right. That's but a win. For as far people as I'm who don't know, I think, exactly. you're gonna, I think you're going to carry it off. I'm a bluffer. Yeah. I go period. for the um, my glasses. These ones here, the tortoise show, or more camouflage. But I, the ones I wear, like, um, <clears throat> they make me look like a 1960s spy. Ted Baker. Yeah, it's all rubbish, isn't it? It's just whatever's doing the deal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we both now wear distance glasses. Because I'm 10 years on from you. You're not 10 years on. I'm 40. Exactly. You're 48. That's eight years then. Call me a liar. Call me a liar for 600 days. Call me a liar. Well, basically, your reading vision goes yeah. in your mid 40s. Does it? Yes. And what happens is, if you're not short sighted, yeah. you, you buy. Ready readers, yeah, from, from Sainsbury's or whatever, yeah. But if you are like us, short sighted, what you have to do is, you, as your reading vision changes and your, your eyes harden, yeah, the cornea hardens, you, you end up if you take your glasses off to read. Whereas, like, people with not short sighted, they put on readers to yeah. read, yeah. I don't take my glasses off, <laughs> and so that's back what you're going to look up, yeah, yeah. So, what ends up happening is then it all gets muddled up and you need very focals. And I'm now at the stage where I need very focals. Wow. Yeah. But I just so Are you all right with that? No. I don't think... No, you're not. I can no. see you're not. No, you're like, I need very focals and there's this sort of paleness to your face. <laughs> <laughs> They're not what they used to be, mate. Well, it'd be the big thick line across the middle. <laughs> 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 well, I might get these like, flip-up sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh no overshades you know the big ones yeah no yeah yeah what I want is you know the film Casino with Robert <laughs> yeah. De Niro oh, he's got these big at the yeah. end of the film he's got these big yeah. glasses I want, I want some of them I want to be all like shriveled away like a raisin <laughs> with big glasses on yeah a bit like my dad listen <laughs> <laughs> big shout out to some of our listeners mm. we and if you ever think I'll oh, message Beachy and Blackers and just Please do, because it's actually really encouraging. We had a few messages yep. in the last few weeks. And I read, literally do read myself, every message. Every message. And I reply to everybody who messages me. It might take a while, but I do reply to everybody who messages me. But we've got, we've got guys that work in the city, bankers, brokers, we've got builders, we've got yep. all sorts of blokes Architects, tuning in. Yeah. Dentists, dustmen, And that's what who we're trying to reach, isn't it, mate? Yeah. Normal blokes. Yeah. Normal mm. blokes. Well, uh, I think architects aren't normal. No, they're they're like um, the same as um, <coughs> what are those blokes who do all the uh, the math, the big math stuff, the stats for insurance company. What are they call actuaries. Actuary. Yeah. Yeah. Actuaries. I mean, I've got some mates who are actuaries. 
Do you know what he said to me, this bloke, he said, we've got these vast computers, mm. we put all these numbers in. Mm. He said, sometimes the number comes out at the end, and I feel it's wrong. I feel it, and I'm right. What wow. is that? It's like sorcery. You can just fist this dark Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. So they're doing like, they working out when people are going to die, how much insurance is going to cost you. It's all worked out. Very highly paid job. <clears throat> so we're here for them. Yeah. And we're here. <clears throat> and the dentists, the dustmen, the jeeps. We're, we're here for you. The rough sleepers. And it's honest stuff. It's faith, but yeah. real. Mate, we're obviously in your living room, stroke. No, no, it's not. No, from your living room. This is your kitchen diner. And snug. Conservatives behind you. You've really changed it. Because it yeah. was. I've done a number on this. You stepped down before, didn't you, into that area? Yeah, the outside. That's where the piano was. I knocked it all through. Well, I didn't. Mick, Mick the builder did. Belfield Homes. I don't really remember it before. It's been a while. Oh, the kitchen was here, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an arts way there. Yeah, yeah. And that means nothing to people listening. <laughs> but actually, it's like it could be an ideal homes magazine, couldn't it? Beautiful, mate. It yeah. is absolutely a little bit echoey for the podcast, but that's all right. I haven't got any soft furnishings. I'm a no, man. No, it's level. <laughs> it's level. That's my dog. <laughs> the dog is currently on tramadol. Yeah, she's not well, the old girl. <laughs> oh, oh. Mm-hmm. she's deaf. She's wobbly on her legs. Stop it, lie down. No, don't come over. So we're in Beach's uh, sort of kitchenette lounge area. Very, kitchenette. very nice. Kitchenette? <laughs> <laughs> it's a wide open space. Open plan living. And we have got on the wall six... Gary the tortoises in the, other, in the other room. Yeah, yeah sorry, go on. Six amazing uh, wall... No, they're not wall cards. They're colouring pencil drawings. And yeah, from yeah, where yeah. I'm sitting, they look like photographs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that cherry and the banana one, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, the others are good, don't get me wrong, but... but I like the watermelon. <laughs> yeah. And they're sketches that Emily's done, your eldest. With, uh, yeah, with, water, water, um, with uh, colouring pencils. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, they're prints of the originals. Oh, um, are they? Yeah. Well, I, they're not the originals. No, the prints, but they are exact replica. They're not glossed up. That's Amazing. exactly exactly replica. It's done on a professional print, I think. Because you you've got a bit of an eye for painting and the arts, haven't you? Yeah, a little bit. People don't realise that about us. We're they Renaissance men. We are. Music, arts, poetry. We're both multi instrumentalists. Multi. We are. Languages. We do. Yeah, no, you you speak f- uh, fluent Brazilian Portuguese. I do. Yes. I do schoolboy French and a bit of Telugu. <laughs> <laughs> but I play piano, guitar, Very violin, well, yeah. mouth organ, juice harp. <laughs> I do it, I'm quite good on the juice harp. Spoons? spoons I do on the spoons. Leg, yeah. Do you want me to do it now? <laughs> no, no, I'll do it later. <laughs> right, anyway, yeah. And, uh, but I do like me watercolours, acrylics, oils. Amazing, mate. Charcoals. And you, you're an artist. I do like trained to Trained graphic designer. Graphic designer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, brilliant on the uh, keys and the guitar. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a dabbler. But people don't realise that. No. I think we're blunt instruments, blunt instruments. <laughs> which we are as well. Which you are, yeah, yeah, working class Essex boys. Come on, but what my theory is, mm. and I'm very widely read. But what my theory is, don't let, don't let them see you coming. Yeah, <laughs> under the radar. Yeah, I had, a, I had an old friend once say to me, "Hey, do, posh bloke, hey, do forgive me. You did sound like something two degrees." <laughs> I thought, "What's something two degrees sound like?" Evidently, not like me. No. Yeah, there you go anyway. mate we've waffled for eight minutes we're doing alright that's right we've got five minutes to fill anyway go on so doing a bit of ducking and diving establishing and pioneering new charities and ministries and stuff hmm. Pincher who we work with Steve Martin Stevie boy yeah 
um, is the operations director at CVM and at the EDGE ministry, which are just starting up. In one exchange of emails to a group of people, he wrote about the command name and uh, Pinter, aka Steve Martin, mm. and winner of the Graham Kendrick lookalike competition when Graham Kendrick was actually in it, um, said this. So he was 28 years in the, in the Royal Navy, mm. uh, in the upper's ex, uh, chief warrant officer. Mm. Talking of which, we used to have a thing called a command name, which succinctly summed up the purpose of the deployment exercise mission, etc. And underneath that, each unit in the, uh, and underneath that were command priorities to help fulfil the command aim. Each unit in a task group would have a slightly different command aim. So the submarines would be different from the carrier, which again different from the frigate. So CVM, Christian Vision for Men, is part of that task group. And our mm -hmm. specific command aim is to introduce men to Jesus. Our mm -hmm. task group is obviously the church. Yeah. And we have a particular niche. Our command aim is to introduce men to Jesus. Others may be youth work, prayer or healing. Every brief would start and finish on board a ship with the command aim and it would be regularly broadcast around the ship to keep the ship's company focused. That is a very interesting statement. Mm. So basically, in the military, not only would every brief start with, you know, one, one of Steve's phases is, you know, our purpose was to bring violence to the enemy. Does this bring violence to the enemy? Yeah. So, which is a fair point. If you're in a fighting ship, yeah. your job is to destroy. I also yeah. did humanitarian relief and disaster relief, yeah, but else, yeah. you carry missiles and guns to destroy the enemy, not to yeah. warn them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, do you remind me? I've got a point to make about that. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> if I can't remember to come back to it, so um, he said CVMs is to introduce men to Jesus. Yeah. Command priorities would be train men in evangelism. Yeah. Provide opportunities of worship, challenge men on lifestyle choices, encourage men in their prayer lives, but all to support the command aim to introduce men to Jesus. If he doesn't do that, then they're not deemed a command priority. But what I thought was fascinating was on this ship, everyone is being reminded on every brief why they're there. Mm -hmm. And it's independently broadcast mm -hmm. regularly so that everyone remembers why they're doing mm -hmm. what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Then you think about leadership and organization. And, uh, and setting culture and leading a church or your yeah, business. Yeah. There's a lot to learn from that. Obviously, yeah, it yeah. works. Everyone's mind is focused. Now, I told Steve we are going to podcast on this. So he... Um, oh, what, today? Yeah. Cool. So he said, he said, yes, it was regularly broadcast. And if it had to be updated, then that was broadcast too. So if command aim was provide naval gunfire support, and he had a fire that was preventing a maintainer getting into the gun bay to fix a fort on a gun, the command priority became fight the fire. Mm. But the command aim was still provide naval gunfire support to shore forces. So there was a difference between command aim and command priorities to meet that aim. Yeah. So one of our priorities would be deliver the gathering. But the purpose of that is to win blokes to Jesus, yeah. the command aim. Yeah. Simple. It's just Brilliant, pure, Brilliant. simple focus. <coughs> what that does is it prevents you getting mission drift so for instance you know one of the hats that I wear is senior leader at Redeemer King yeah. and when people join our church or they express we don't have membership but they express they want to make it their church what I say to them is this I'm going to paraphrase slightly mm. but I always say look there are loads of churches in Chesterfield we are certainly not the best and we'll never claim to be we'll always have the biggest flags out of fun because I'm quite determined to do yeah. that you love a good flag don't you I love a good flag 
War banner on first Chronicles. Yeah, war yeah. banners. War banners. <laughs> um, but I say, you need to know about our church. We have a specific vision and calling. Yeah. And that is to be a rescue station for the most hurting, lost and broken. Yeah. And I say to people, I'm poor. I say, and we talk about that a lot. I say, I talk about that a lot. In fact, I talk about it nearly every day. Whenever you're around me, you're going to hear me say hurting, lost and broken. Mm. Um, and if you're up for that, you're going to love it. If you're not, I'm going to do your head in. Yeah. So you just need to know if you, like, I'm not saying I don't want you to be here, I really want you to be here, but you just yeah. need to know I will do your head in if you're not up for that. Yeah, yeah. Because we feel that our God given command aim is mm. win the most hurting, lost, poor, yep. and broken. Yep. So I'm relentless about it. I mean, just as a theological aside, I think if you take God's heart for the hurting, lost, poor, and broken out of the Bible, you've got a thin book. Yeah. But I have had people say to me, You talk about that too much. I'm like, Really? I think you need to read your Bible a little bit. But anyway, apart from that, wow. I'm like, yeah, but I talk about it because that's our vision. That's yeah. what we're here for. And yeah. I'm keeping it in front of people. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just good that, it's, mate. It's a question, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we get easy get mission drift. I remember when I first sort of bringing you into the world CEO. Yeah. Like, is this evangelistic? Is this evangelistic? Oh, mate. Like, oh, you were terrible. You know, <laughs> in a good way. But you, <laughs> I'd, I, I remember writing a resource. <laughs> and I brought it into into the office because I was like Northern Director and you were still CEO. And you were like, yeah, but is it evangelistic? I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> Took it away, came back. <laughs> but then your next question was, yeah, but is it national? Because uh, so often we think small small fry. Is it scalable? Can yeah. we scale it up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything, so everything... Go. I learned some lessons. <laughs> yeah, but then you you them do that. You hold people's feet to the flame. Well, don't you? is this evangelistic? Yeah, 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 is it yeah. scalable? Is it national? And actually, now at CVM, so the appraisals I do with every staff member, I've got twelve core mission statements of why we are who we are as CVM, and then they have to fill that in and say how their job impacts those twelve statements. And it might not be that all twelve are impacted; it might just be six. But yeah. that's fine. But but it's reaffirming and constantly. That's great, mate. Reenvisioning it. Yeah, it, it's like this is what we're about, and that's you're part brilliant. of this. Yeah. And, but that was given to me by someone else. It's not <laughs> not genuine. My thought. But. No, no, but it's good though. But it's keeping people focused. But then you yeah. can apply this, I think, to every part of your life. Yeah. See, my role as a dad. Hmm. What's the priorities of my role? Is, well, I've got two daughters, hmm. Emily and Nanny. What is my priority? Well. Ultimately, was they meet Christ. Mm. Um, I think my command aim was to raise my daughters up in the knowledge of Christ yeah. and, and help them know Him. Yeah. So that affected everything. Where I treat my wife. Yeah. Um, my behaviour around the house. Hours at work. All that yeah, stuff. Yeah. A am I gonna? Am I setting the the right stuff in motion so that my daughters find Christ? Yeah. And then everything else flows out of that. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a good command aim, isn't it? Because yeah. I thought, well, my first most become church leader and mission leader and pioneer but my, my, my first few disciples at home actually yeah and you're right about the command priorities sometimes stuff comes up but it doesn't deter you from the aim the overall no. aim of what you're you just about gotta fix, you've got to fix the thing that's yeah so like you know if um, I'm launching this thing yeah well we've launched it the yeah, International yeah. Church Network Ministry Coalition but I had to get my church in shape Mm. so you can't lead a national network for churches and there's a church in shape so yeah. if something threatens a church you have to drop the national yeah. stuff to fix the local because you need a local story before you can have a national one the command name is still the same building a church network and a ministry coalition to reach the most hurting loss and broken so yeah, yeah. Yeah, again. Yeah. and poor yeah but it's true yeah. we, I've just started a men's group in our village where I go to church 
And um, I, was, I was really impacted. So obviously using the CVM strategy, four levels, all that stuff. Yeah. And I called everyone together and I said to them, guys... That's great that you're doing that. You're leading the mentor. You've got to do it. you got to do it. Yeah, but that's good, that. So you've been yeah. modelling it. Well, it's like Graham Kendrick. He's on the worship road, isn't he? His local church. Yeah, true, right, isn't it? And how amazing yeah. was that? How yeah. is that? Yeah. This is Graham Kendrick. He founded Marks of Jesus. <laughs> In Brazil, it's a national holiday. Yeah. He's on the worship road in his local church. That's awesome, mate. But, but it is that driving that DNA mm. and hanging on to that command aim. So, so we said, this isn't, this isn't heavy Bible study. If you're yeah. coming for that, don't bother. Yeah. You know, we're, we're on a rescue mission. Yeah. And the blokes really responded to it. Yeah. Because so many men's groups can quickly become Christianized and just talking Christian and That's doing right. Christian stuff. I'd, um, I've heard people say to me over the past, what I say to people in our churches, look, when I preach on Sundays, whoever's preaching me needs you wide enough so that everyone's engaged. Yeah. You know, like the person doesn't know Christ, the person yeah. walking with Christ for years, and deep enough so that, you know, even the most established Christians are challenged. And that's yeah. a really hard thing. It's very find. difficult. Yeah. Anyway, someone came up to me um, and said, um, but when are we going to go into the really deep things of God? Uh, we into deep theology. Go and read your Bible yeah. on your own. No, I said, well, <laughs> when, when you give your possessions to the poor, yeah. sell everything you have, love your enemy. When we've done that, then we'll move on to the other stuff, shall we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny, really. But it's, it's keeping that relentless battle command thing. What is it for your workplace, your family, yeah. you know, your personal life? What is a command name for my life? Yeah, brilliant, mate. Mm. What is deep it? thinking there. The command name for my life is to walk the narrow path. Yep. And... and Love my 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 captain brother rescue and friend, all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mate, the, the narrow path scripture is so profound. Matthew seven, because love it. the, love the it broad seven, gate yeah. and the wide road that leads to destruction yeah, is so easy to walk on. Yeah, so it easy. Is. And I do think so many blokes. Someone said to me the other day, when you're sitting on the fence with stuff, you need to realise that the fence belongs to the enemy. Yeah. I can't remember who said that. Well, it's an uncomfortable me. place to be, the fence. And who wants to sit on the fence? I know, but but the fence itself belongs to the enemy because that indecision is still no, it's on the, his it's side. It's the border wall. But it's not in. It's the Berlin Wall. It's a Berlin Wall yeah, yeah, yeah. of the eternal life, isn't it? You're still out yeah. if you're on the fence. Yeah, you're out. You're lukewarm. Yep. Mate, Very good. 18 minutes and 41 seconds. Well, That's a really... rich and compelling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dare we say it to ourselves. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks for listening, boys.